0: Hey guys, if you're listening to this episode, then I'm assuming you've already listened to the last episode. Uh, So I'm just going to skip the intro and get straight into this week's episode. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode, please go and do that now, because uh, none of this will make any sense to you otherwise. Um, If this sounds a little bit dog shit, it's because I'm recording this on my phone while I'm on holiday. Um, We're dipping right back in at Cars 3, so here's a trailer. You are about to become the biggest brand in racing. Woo-hoo! Movie deals, infomercials, product endorsements. Ciao! You think you're famous now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be rich beyond belief. Mr. Sterling, what is this about? Your legacy. Every time you lose, you damage yourself. I'm sorry. Your racing days are coming to an end. We can only hope that this race today wasn't his last. I decide when I'm done. How you feeling? I can't go out on the track and do the same old thing. It won't work. It's futile to resist change, man. You know what I'd do? What? I don't know.
1: I got nothing. I am so excited to train you. I like a challenge. <laughs> I call you my senior project.
0: On your mark, get set, and you go! Whoa, 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 whoa! Huh? The beach ate me. Jackson Storm set a new record today when he pulled off the fastest lap ever recorded. How you Have you it? seen the latest record Storm's been setting? Have you given any thought to return to the Queen, business? over here! This is my last chance, Cruz. Last! If I lose, I never get to do this again. Don't fear failure. Be afraid of not having the chance. You have the chance. I used to watch you on TV, flying through the air. You seemed so fearless. I wish I knew what that felt like. never be as fast as Storm, but you can be smarter than him. The racing is the reward, not the stuff. Storm's chances of winning are 95.2%. Go McQueen!
1: Uh, we needed that break more than we thought we Yeah.
0: Did. <laughs> wow!
1: All right.
0: So cars three... <laughs>
1: All right, you ready?
0: Yeah, hit me with a synopsis.
1: Uh, Plot summary. Blindsided by a new generation of blazing fast cars, the legendary Lightning McQueen finds himself pushed out of the thing he loves. Hoping to get back in the game, he turns to Cruz Ramirez, an eager young technician who has her own plans for winning. With inspiration from the fabulous Hudson Hornet and a few unexpected turns, number 95 prepares to complete on Piston Cups Racing's biggest stage. Piston Cups Racing's... Shut the fuck up. That was good. Cut that together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In in post, that'll be great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In post, that'll be sick.
0: So, like, this is, like... What, six years? Oh, I suppose they're all kind of spread out this far apart though, aren't they? Because yeah. 2006, 2011, 2017.
1: Cars, Cars 3 came out in 2017. Yeah. Um, so it has been not in world six years, but in real life it has been six years. And since the first film um, who we see, and we didn't talk much about because he's not really relevant to Cars law, i got to be honest, um, Doc Hudson, yep. who was McQueen's original the King. mentor. <laughs> the King. <laughs> who was uh, the fabulous uh, Hudson Hornet, which is McQueen's mentor, dies in between the first and the second film and becomes heavily apparent his um, impact on McQueen in this third film. And so like I said earlier, this is my first time watching this movie. And i got to be honest, we had a dip in the second film. We can only go up from there. And we really go up with this movie. I actually genuinely enjoyed it from, like, a very real perspective. Like, as someone who went into this movie thinking I had already seen it and then realised I hadn't, mm. <laughs> like, 20 minutes in, I was like, hold on, I've never seen this movie before. Um, it was actually really refreshing to, like, see, I don't know, the Cars franchise have a good end. Like, it was, it's a good trilogy end. Um because it's Hopefully been it six years. is the end. <laughs> it's yeah. been six years and there's nothing that's no been announced. No 4 yet. Um, but it was really good and an interesting take on what it's like in Cars biology to quote-unquote get old. Mm. Which is an interesting take. Um, so Doc Hudson's death uh, is one I really want to start off because it's a heavily impact in this film. <laughs> if we go back to The Ship of Theseus for a minute...
0: They couldn't... Why the fuck yeah. did
1: Doc Hudson die?
0: Why, does, why do any cars die?
1: Why do any cars die? Um, if you can just, like, replace them. Like, Doc Hudson in the first movie, it's established, he gets absolute... And in this movie, we see it again. Because McQueen starts off the movie strong. I am speed.
0: Oh, and he has that hectic crash. He has a
1: hectic crash. Um, and he, very similar to Doc, he gets pretty much written off um, by society... And in real life, if he was an actual guy, he would have fucking gotten taken to a skip. Um, because, like, he gets fully, like, these new cars get introduced, which are bred, basically, or made for speed. Yep. They are speed, not McQueen anymore. Um, And then he gets absolutely dunked on and gets, like, he, like, fully does a fl- Like, it's all slow motion. And I was like, oh, my God. it was full, like, cinema cinema <laughs> cinema um and it parallels directly to doc hudson's kind of like quote-unquote retirement era mm. so like when that crash happened society wasn't ready for him back again they don't accept him so he quits and so mcqueen thinks that this is his last ride and he gets a little bit uh existential about it which i think is interesting um
0: well and just to jump in here the Houston Coley has a review of Cars Three on Letterbox. Let's three, go. Three stars. The first, so he says, things I never thought I'd see in a Cars movie, and the first thing he says is a midlife crisis. Yeah. So Lightning McQueen is at this point, he's like, "I'm not speed anymore. Nah. What, what what do I do with my life?" Yeah. But he also says car versions of redneck Trump supporters. Yep. Legal debates about sponsored brands. The car version of being completely dismembered and crippled. Yep. A country bar and a nightclub. Yep. A complete lack of meta and references to the second movie. Yeah. And then he says, "Hold up, this was actually pretty good." Yeah. So yeah, Lightning McQueen midlife crisis. It's all Wasn't about expecting that. It's
1: all about the existentialism, baby. That was not on my big go kart. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, which I find interesting, um, how racing cars are becoming the next generation with new tech to make them faster. So then, quote-unquote, old cars like McQueen aren't able to compete with the new generation because it is all about how fast you can be, how quick your laps are, it's and how well you can perform.
0: Down to, like, an algorithm and computer-aided yeah. technology. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, which
1: I think is really interesting. Like, genuinely, like, for a plot point in this movie, a fantastic way to explain the, the like, evolution of car and how it is. Because in the first one, he's the rookie. He's the fastest. He's the one who's streamlined and with stickers on his, on his bumper. And then these guys come in and they've got simulations that they're training on. They've got trainers that are, like like, making them speedier. And they're, like, fully decked out with new engines, new kind of chemical makeup. And they process fuel faster and more efficiently. So McQueen is, like, outdated as a car model. Which I find really interesting because he's like not able to keep up, and the name of the game is speed. Mm. Um, but it is interesting that they train like people, yes, training in, in for gyms. a race, yeah, um, because it's all kind of linked to that like respiratory response thing. Like yeah, when yeah. the cars go above a certain speed, which um, McQueen is trying to get above one ninety five, so he's like stuck there where these new cars can go up to 207 kilometers an hour consistently. And so he can't get up there and he gets tired Mm -hmm. and like can't keep up, which is really interesting. But the debate about brands is super interesting because McQueen has been winning Grand prix for a while now. That's established. And so there's McQueen toys and McQueen merch now which was a crazy meta reference for them to make. Like the, there's McQueen toys, there's McQueen um, furniture, there's McQueen cleaning equipment. There's like all this like crazy branding stuff. And then we have the debate of Rusty's, Rusty and Dusty have sold and are now on holidays, um, Rusty's the company to a guy called Sterling who's, like, another Elon Musk-esque dude um, who has transformed Rusty's into this, like, training center, which, like I said, simulators, whatever. But McQueen is the epicenter of this, like, brand? Brand, yeah. Which is so cool, like, interesting to me. I was, like, mind blown. I was, like, this is so meta that they, like, introduced – capitalism and
0: branding and
1: branding because yeah. <laughs> we've always kind of been aware of brands and sponsors in the first and like films. cult of
0: personality type thing where yeah. it's built around a person
1: yeah and yeah. so like we've been aware of brands and sponsors because of Dynako being like one of the main and rusties um, and, and run yeah, yeah. and rusties and stuff um but it's so interesting that they like brought it all in um but yeah so mcqueen like takes this giant risk and ends up trying to go faster than the speedy cars and he pops a tire and fucking rolls out of control. And we see him in Radiator Springs in Primer, which was like a jump scare for me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you see him like ruminating over Doc Hudson, he's like, fuck, like I wish Doc could give me some advice. And he's just sitting in white Primer. Yeah, I was like, oh. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what? And Ramon comes over. He's like, you can't sit there in your in your primer, whatever. Yeah, It
0: reminds me, and this is like super specific. In the first movie, the green dude with the moustache, he's like rival. Yes. He has a dream about winning the, the race with Dinoco and then has a vision of him that's, that's painted blue. That's the king, that's blue. The king.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: We have a vision of him painted blue. And with I remember as a kid, I was like, weirdly like disturbed by seeing the green car suddenly blue blue? and
1: then mcqueen in blue as well
0: and mcqueen in blue as well yeah yeah yeah. and then it's the same thing you see me just like white primer i was like what the heck yeah
1: it's very weird like them being a different color to what they are meant to be quote unquote um and so then while we're still in Radiator springs in the first kind of moment of the movie um lizzie is still alive Mm. she is a car that is implied to be around since the ninth Tens. And, has and she's still kicking it. Car Alzheimer's.
0: She has the, car yeah. Alzheimer's.
1: She's got she's got um car arthritis as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and her husband died. Yeah. Previous to the first film.
0: Yeah. Which which again, why do cars have to die?
1: Why do cars have to die? Um, I've no fucking idea. Um and why is Lizzie still alive? Like what makes cars like that die? Because obviously Doc Hudson, as we know, lived a pretty down low life after his big crash. The only thing I could think of is them completely getting ruined or squashed or something.
0: Mm.
1: Did Doc like have a bit of a end of life crisis and like kill himself? Like what happened? <laughs> what did he do? What did you do, brother? Um, yeah, fuck. There's so many like things in this movie that were like genuinely interesting to me. So virtual reality exists mm-hmm. in this universe. Simulators exist, um, treadmills, the whole bit. And so does McQueen, which we're talking about his, paint, his primer earlier. He gets a new suit, quote unquote, which in the cars world is, um, I researched, a foil wrap that you can put mm. your cars in. So instead of painting your car a different color, you can just like foil wrap it and then yeah. you can heat
0: which is a thing. In it, is, it is a thing in cars. cars yeah. real cars. It, right. it, it is yeah. an actual thing. So you yeah. can like
1: heat uh, suction this like metal cap onto your car. It makes it shiny all the time. Yeah. You don't have to repaint it. It doesn't get chipped as often. And you only have to like take off the wrap and rewrap it again. Yeah. So that's a real thing. But the suit, quote unquote, which they call it a suit, that gets put on uh, McQueen, um, monitors his vitals. And his speed. <laughs> now if you're That's wondering some wizardry right there. <laughs> now, if you're wondering, someone said, like, "What the fuck is the vital signs that they're actually mm. like trying to um, monitor here?" Well, I have an answer for you. Hold on, let me find it. Here we go. Alrighty. So in the movie, it is referenced that cars are run by their RPM which is a revolutions per minute, which is used as a measure of how fast any machine is operating at any given time, yep. which is the alternate, they thought, and I thought was very smart, to a BPM. How many beats uh, okay. per minute yeah, yeah. that your heart rates Check like goes. Out. So an RPM is just like a measurement of how fast something is going. Yeah. Um, so th- Sorry, the revolutions that you're going.
0: Yeah, because so even, like, even when a car's idle... It's still, it's still got a rating at a, at a very minute RPM. RPM. Yeah.
1: yeah, Which is crazy. So the vitals that they're like, like they've actually thought out and referenced in the movie directly what they're fucking <laughs> looking for in vital signs. And I was like, damn, they've really they've really done the extra mile here. Um, so that I thought was-
0: Like do I have blood pressure?
1: Inse- <laughs> right? Because um, then it's assumed uh, Cruz uh, thinks he's old as fuck. She treats him like he's geriatric, mm. which I find interesting that older cars get treated
0: yeah. differently. When, other than like just purely aesthetically, mm. he looks no different he to looks how so he looked different. in the first movie,
1: and even shinier now that he's got his suit on. Yeah, he's got his so, little foil wrap. So it looks—it's very interesting how they tr- how she treats him because he goes through this like montage of old man shit, and so it is assumed in the first movie, which we did gloss over first and second, that the cars sleep. Yes, to a certain degree, yeah. which obviously makes sense because Mac. Ne- well, I did. Mac needs to sleep because of the DOT, and I'm assuming that cars need to like be completely idle yeah. and well, rest. And, and
0: it- McQueen goes to like the big orange cone. Yeah, so that cozy motel. cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> um, to go, to go yeah. and
1: sleep. So I think it's similar to your car being idle in a garage. It has to lights off, car engine off, like be completely idle to like actually work long term. Mm. Otherwise, you, like, run the risk of fucking up your car. Um, So he goes through this, like, big montage of Cruz bullying the fuck out of him because he's old. One of them is another piss reference, which made me uncomfortable. They put him upside down, and Cruz is, like, car crucifixion style. Upside down, (laughs) Yeah. And then she puts a pan under him Uh and calls it a drip pan.
0: Yeah.
1: And then poor McQueen goes, How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like tripping oil everywhere.
0: Bedpan, get out of here. Bedpan,
1: <laughs> get out of here. Um, and then she goes and tells him to take a nap. And he comes back from his nap. And then she takes all of his wheels off yeah. and suspends him on a block. Um, and I found this scene actually really funny. Um, she asks him to, She's like, You got to take care of yourself. You got to you got to consider that you yourself are... You, you're a car, but you got to take care of yourself. Each, each part of you is important. Um, and she's like, I've named all my wheels. What are you going to name your wheels? And so she takes his fucking wheels off him without consent, and he's just, like, up in there. And she's like, this is my... I don't remember the names. I didn't write them down. But one of them was a celebrity reference. It was pretty funny. Um, and then McQueen, sick of this shit, says... <laughs> Lefty, righty, backy, and backy junior. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Um, so that was like the names of his tires, yeah. uh, which I thought was really funny. Um, lefty, righty, backy, and backy junior. Backy
0: junior.
1: Um, but th- yeah, so like there's this weird montage where she's just like, and she calls him her senior project. Yeah. Just like so like derogatory. Like
0: out of... Um, out of charity like yeah, doing this, doing this the, thing for this old bloke.
1: Yeah, right? And so like the existential the existential crisis that McQueen is kind of having is like battling against the fact that he knows he's out of he's like out of print basically. He knows he's he's older and and passes used by, by date, But he still wants to race and so he like kind of he really I don't know. He he just like Wants to still race, this mm. poor guy, and they're yeah. just like, you're old as fuck. Um, and so then it's also established that these new cars that are like faster, speedier, um, the trainees are built again, like you said, um, war cars built for war, spy cars built for spies. The trainee cars have never been outside. So Cruz, for the first time, goes outside on the beach, and McQueen says a fantastic line life's a beach, and then you drive.
0: Yeah.
1: Slay. Love that. <laughs> um, And then he teaches her how to drive on actual road. And yeah. so it's established like she was probably built...
0: In a lab. In a lab yeah.
1: to train these cars. So then how the fuck would she have any experience training them to go on an actual track?
0: Yeah.
1: Who knows? But she's very speedy and he sees potential in her and it's all about prodigy and passing the baton. And I thought it was actually like a really nice like wrap up to the trilogy. But then McQueen goes to... Um, this little town to find Doc Hudson's um, mentor, Smokey, mm. who's still alive. Mm-hmm. Did Doc commit suicide? Why is he dead? How the fuck did he die? Everyone else around him, who's older than him, is alive. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, and he meets Smokey and gets advice from Smokey and also meets with all these other legendary cars. And... In the last movie, we had a bit of racism. Mm. This movie, gender inequality. Yeah, yes. <laughs> There's an old female car who says that nobody respected her as a car, so she had to stole her, she had to steal her number, and then she had to. That's how she was able to race. Yeah. So, good job, it's, cars movie. That's <laughs> what
0: you want in your like light kids entertainment. In your light is. kids
1: entertainment, you just can't erase the just ingrained socio it's like. Separation between genders—you can't get past it, brother—and it made me pissed off because I was like, "Why? Why?" Um, so annoying. Oh, and also on the beach, um, Cruz says I don't want to hit a crab. Crab cars.
0: <laughs> How do crab cars?
1: <laughs> crab cars. How do they get their pincers? Live in the
0: sand as well. Like sand, death to engine box.
1: I literally couldn't tell you. <laughs> Um, But there are a bunch of shit that happens in this small town. Um, For example, McQueen wants to do a play race. He's like, I found a track. This is where Doc Hudson used to train. And he ends up uh, going into a demolition derby. Oh, yeah, that's right. With a bunch of cars. um, And one of them is called the Fritter. And she is a giant school bus. Yeah um and she says you're about to meet the wrath of um this school district buddy and then fucking goes for the kill yeah and that was insane and really fun actually i really liked that yeah
0: (laughs) i remember enjoying that
1: on a on like a real note like i keep saying good things about this movie it's actually (laughs) like really good
0: Yeah, it's, like it's, it's certainly it's, better than Cars yeah, 2. Yeah,
1: fuck Cars 2, but it's like genuinely enjoyable. Like I was watching it because again, I was watching it for the first time. So it mm. felt like when I watched a Cars movie for the first time again, I was like, fuck, like this is fun. Um, and while they are um, driving out of there, they find out that it's McQueen after McQueen disguises himself, which all he needs to do is cover himself in mud. Yeah. Obviously, his VIN numbers covered. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so can't tell who he is. Uh, but as they're coming out, the first implied uh, swear word happens when they're driving. Uh, someone says, "Hey, buddy, get the honk out of my way." So as he's trying to really, say, yeah, I don't as, remember he, this. as he says, "Get the fuck out of my way," he goes, "Honk!" <laughs> hey, buddy, get the honk <laughs> out of my way.
0: There you go. Yep. A bit of profanity in our G movie. movie. Um. Yeah. I. Yep. Yeah, I, I. just looked up the IMDb, parents guide, and it says in a de- demolition derby, a car shouts, "Get the honk out of my way!" Yep. Lightning McQueen says, "Well, life's a beach. Yeah. And then it feels the need to clarify, referring to the saying, "Life's a bitch."
1: Yep. There you go. I cover both.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: um. Slay. Uh. Yeah. And other. Oh. 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 When McQueen's getting all decked out for his new training. Um McQueen says, Can I get a phone? And Sterling says, Race cars don't get phones. Oh. So there are co- uh, there are phones, we just never fucking see one, because race cars don't get phones, which is weird. But then McQueen FaceTimes Mada on his little iPad. Yeah. <laughs> his iPad which have
0: they use iPads and the they've fuck got do they use iPads? tires for hands. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um establishing that they do have technology. Um even in radiator springs. Mm. I was very surprised Mater was the one to pick that up. Um and even if McQueen doesn't have a phone, he can still call Mater. Yeah. Um, also, Wi-Fi and reception. Yeah. Who cares? No one cares. <laughs> um, so, bar and grill. Smokey takes McQueen to a bar and grill. Yep. There's no bar and there's no grill. <laughs> Just gas. Just
0: gas. <laughs> yeah. No wasabi or sushi. No. Just gas.
1: Nothing. Fuck that. Um,
0: Maybe they heard all the outrage. About cars too, introducing food, and they're like, "Oh shit, yeah, they're right. We need to we'll have a bar and grill, but it's just gas."
1: There are multiple like restaurants that they go by in this small town, and they're all like restauranty names, but mm. not really like it's like bar and grill, and then the bottom is like, and petrol or yeah. whatever. I don't know, like and coolant. Um, there's kids cars. We're not going to talk about the intimacy of car fucking, but all the kids cars are small versions of cars.
0: Which implies, do they grow?
1: Do they get rebuilt?
0: Because my understanding.
1: <laughs> so do they get evolved by building or are they constantly children? Because yeah. a lot of the car models are not the same car models as their parents.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like, do they gradually have pieces replaced to get bigger?
1: Mm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Because they certainly don't just grow and get bigger. Yeah. They're cars. Yeah,
1: right. They're just cars. Um, but it's interesting. The lack of mater in this movie. I'm not gonna say it made mean it better, but it
0: was nice. So yeah, I, I find Mater really annoying. <laughs> there was
1: a little bit too much mater in the last one. And so this one was like refreshing because I watched the Cars Two and Cars Three three days apart from one another. Mm-hmm. And I felt
0: You're a bit mated out.
1: I was like, fuck me. I don't want mater to be
0: in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, cameos are nice. Like the amount of time he's in the movie is nice and it mainly focuses on passing the baton and hopefully ending the trilogy because it's a nice it's a nice trilogy um but yeah it kind of all ends really nice and secularly cruise so uh but we change the rules in the race Mm -hmm. so apparently own the only rule in racing is if you are wearing the number
0: oh yeah then then you're allowed to race then you're
1: allowed to race which implies literally anyone could race, and the old farts that have been racing for forever didn't have to do it for that long. They could have just given someone their number. Yeah. So, Cruz, McQueen finds a lot of potential in her, whatever, sappy shit, I guess. And then she gets to the pit stop, and Sterling is, like, being really rude to her, gender inequality. Yep. (laughs) What the fuck? And then McQueen's like, I'm going to coach you, go out. And I was like, that's pretty cute. That's cute. But also... Huh? You're telling me like literally any fucking car with the number ninety five can go out and just race, and then McQueen wins. Yeah. Because if McQueen starts at least one lap
0: and, and then, then subs out, and then
1: subs out, yeah, both people get the grand prix.
0: But also, he has been training to yes. to beat Army Hammer car, which which I was going to, to talk about. He's that. been training the whole movie to do this. Yeah. But his trainer, who's really young, yep. without doing the training, yeah, I suppose she does like they do a bit of training together, yeah. But like, is suddenly able to beat this car that has been established, is the cutting edge of racing technology, yeah, and has data driven.
1: Yeah, like, she's she's like built for specifically to collate data to be able to find the best way to train someone. She's yeah. not actually built for racing, yeah, but somehow. McQueen. She just wins. She she just wins, but she wins on old man logic, so I think it kind of works yeah. in a in a lovely, this is nice, <laughs> kind of way in a legitimate way. Uh, mm. When I looked at the cast list, for cast three, I was surprised that Army Hammer was.
0: Someone says here in low boxed. Making Army Hammer talk about enjoying retirement in this film was truly ahead of its time.
1: Fuck, it was so weird watching this movie in this day and age where Army Hammer has had so much mm. happen to him and his character being a bullshit rookie who is shitting on someone who is older than him. Yeah. Prophetic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this is probably one of his later roles, 2017. So it would have been like that's the same year as Call Me by Your Name. Yeah, he was in Sorry to Bother You.
1: Yeah, and it was a year before all, a year all the after. allegations yeah, started. Coming exactly. Out. This
0: is like one of the last things he did before
1: before he kind of yeah. went to the shitter. Um, yeah, but it's super interesting, like because his voice is very not Army Hammer in this movie. His mm. character Storm, um, is like the new rookie. He's the cool guy, and he just doesn't sound anything like army hammer so that's why when i looked at the cast list i was like wait what the fuck also um speaking of cast members mads mickelson uh is that his name
0: which character Um, i'm scrolling through the cast and i'm in cars two that's why i can't see him (laughs) fucking idiot (laughs) cars three he's called storm uh army hammer jackson storm jackson storm uh chris cooper's Smokey. um Mads Mikkelsen, I can't Hold see on, hold on. Here.
1: So Mads Mikkelsen in Cars 2 oh. is, no, is the Dutch dub of the king. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah,
1: so at a point in time in 2011 when Mads Mikkelsen was slaying the game, he was the Dutch dub for the king. There you go. So if you And he's in, he's done a couple of Dutch dubs for Monsters, Inc. and something else. Oh, for real? So he was, Um, who's the purple guy in Monsters, Inc.?
0: Um, Randall? Randall. He there was Randall in Steve the Dutch... Steve Buscemi and the...
1: Yeah, but he was Randall in the Dutch dub. There you go. But yeah, so I did that. For some reason, that came up while I was researching. Um, So that was pretty crazy. But yeah, like, in in general, like, this movie, like, doesn't do a lot for Cars Law, but it does also, because racer law gets changed. Mm.
0: Uh, it introduces...
1: Existential crises. And gender inequality. Gender and inequality. And prejudice. We got the electronic suits and the RPMs and the and the whatevers, but it also, uh like, I don't know, it, ge- it gave me a lot of insight into, like, old, what it means to get old in car world, because he's not actually that old. He keeps saying, like, how old do you think I am? I'm not that old, yeah. but he's, like, out of date, and then it's so weird seeing more and more cars, because every race that gets established that McQueen is missing, because he's just, like... In rehab again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> car rehab. He's in car rehab. Um, like, they, in every new race, there's more of these speed cars, mm. which is weird. So they're like, they're like, they're like popping them out like manufacturers. Um, and then at the end of the film, um, Cruz accepts the Dynaco sponsor. Because mm. the Dynaco CEO is so fucking, he's so like, come, come to Dynaco. I fucking hate Cal. Yeah. He just like shits on his already like yeah, sponsored yeah, yeah. car, yeah. which is really funny. Um but Dynaco CEO and Sterling uh have a conversation with one another, which is why I referenced the billionaires in the last one, is the Dynaco CEO, I'm very sad, I don't remember his name. Um, he says, uh, we're both billionaires, Sterling, let's go have a chat. And then he buys Rusty's. Yeah. So which kind of sucks for McQueen, because first movie if he knew that the whole time Dinoco could just buy his old sponsor that he hated so goddamn much, and Rusty and Dusty could go on holiday, <laughs> that would be so slay. But he didn't know that. Um, and so then, money is obviously worth something. But like I said, I think it's
0: there's only a, there's given an inherent class thing that only a like a small number of cars actually have access to money and are yeah. even in the infrastructure that money kind of illicits, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: so there's only like very specific people who have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. But yeah, that's kind of like Cars three. I just like generally like this film. <laughs> yeah, I, I rated I rated all three movies out of five. Um, uh-huh. Cars one got three point five stars out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, cars two got two stars out of five, and cars three got three. It kay. wasn't. There's like some moments where I was like, fuck, this is a bit boring. But other moments where I was like, oh, this is actually good. And then something miraculous happened, John T. I don't think you're ready. Oh, Tell me. So I've been rewatching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as we know. Yeah. I talked about that off mic. I went back into my Disney Plus after conquering the three Cars films. And Disney Plus said, hey, since you've watched Cars, have something for you and you know what it was last year cars on the road is a tv show i kept this a secret from you That got released in 2022 it is a nine episodic tv show centering around mater and mcqueen in their journeys around america and i watched the shit out of that show (laughs)
0: Hey, Mater. Want to race? Uh, well. Come on. (laughs) Look at you, all charged up to race. But I don't have a chance against (laughs) you. Come on, Lightning! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy. Just letting you know I'm going to be gone because I'm heading back east to go to my sister's wedding. Wait a minute. You have a sister? Whoa! Buggles <laughs> of mine, man. It must be ages since you've seen her. What if I go with you? Really? Let's make it a road trip. There's thousands of things to see. But just the tiniest little taste of death. <laughs> oh, dear mother. I'm guessing this is the beginning of something great. You got that right. <laughs> We're this is so cool! Make new friends! Hey! Uh-huh. Where are you guys headed? I gotta rinse off this old baggage! Ah. Whoa! Look at you! What about me? Can't mess with perfection! I spy with my little eye. Two quackety-kitty cars. Points for pageantry. Is not what I expected. Whoa! All the bumps along the road—that's what makes
1: life worth living. Oh! <laughs>
0: Oh, no, no. Come on. Look, you picked the last stop. World's largest tire maze. McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Parrots, streamed on Disney+. Plus. How have I not heard of this?
1: <laughs> I knew you hadn't, and I wanted to keep it from you for the podcast, but it it drops law. It drops law in bags, bro.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> I would highly recommend anybody, even if you haven't watched the Cars films, to fucking watch this Don't do too much research. I'm about to school you.
0: Like but It's real <laughs> Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable yeah. Guy. Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: So five years after the the third movie came out, they said, you know what they need? More cars. And I said, I'm gonna eat that shit up. So I sat down and I spent an entire night after I was originally gonna watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia to watch the fucking cars on the road. And I rated every episode <laughs> And I delved into it, and it, I watched the shit out of this, dude. It's quality. Oh, my God. I need you to watch it, because it's high, it's high quality. But I was so excited to keep it from you, because I couldn't tell you that I would watched it, but I was like, i got to drop this bomb on you. Good Lord. <gasps> There's even more cars. content.
0: <laughs> so, what, like, what lore does it drop?
1: Bro, the first episode got me in the bunda with lore. All right. So, the plot of this, hold on to your hats, brother. So the plot is Mater's sister's wedding (laughs) leads McQueen and Mater to go together on a road trip, originally going with Mac and then abandoning him to go on an America-wide trip to rekindle their friendship and spend more time together on McQueen's off-season of racing. First of all, Maida has a sister. That's insane law. Second of all, we get kicked in the fucking nuts with the fact that their first stop, the first episode, because each episode um, centres around a stop that they go on. It's genuine. It's actually good. Like they get all the crew back together. Um, so the first episode is a dinosaur museum. What? <laughs> that Mater and McQueen visit. So dinosaurs <laughs> in the Cars universe are, they car are all cars. <laughs> what the fuck? They're all cars. <laughs> McQueen watches documentaries on on dino cars, on dino cars in his spare time uh, while driving in the back of Mac. Um And there was an asteroid event that killed all of the dino cars. (laughs) There are specific species of cars that aren't actually aligned with any particular car. They're just like car dinosaurs. Um, And they also go to a bunch of other different landmarks prior to this. I
0: can't handle this. Um, (laughs)
1: This Like the fact that Carhenge exists. (laughs) So Stonehenge is just like a bunch of car rocks. Um, anyway, so the... <laughs> <laughs> was this on your bingo card for today?
0: No. <laughs> <what the> f- <laughs> this handle. is going to be
1: such good marketing for podcasts. As uh. so as it comes in hot with new info. <laughs> Fuck, it was uh. so good. Each episode is... Uh, they advertise it as 11 minutes, but they've done it the Mando way of giving us about six minutes worth of right. credits. Um, but fucking <sighs> McQueen drops one of the biggest fucking dispels of evolution of Pixar theory of everything. He says, so Maida falls asleep while they're listening to, uh, someone talk about the bones of a car, which are just nuts and bolts, fucking life changing. Yeah. Um, and Maida has this dream. Where him and McQueen are being pursued by a dino car. And mm. they are both stone cars. So they're both cars that are made of stone. <laughs> and they're being pursued by this giant fucking dino car. Yeah. Made is freaking the hell out. Um, and then when he wakes up, everybody makes fun of him because, you know, made is mentally deficient, and everybody finds that very funny. Um, and then Mater says no, and in his dream, McQueen says there's fifty million years between dino cars and more advanced models. This isn't possible in any way, Mater. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 You're what? telling me they have an established timeline of evolution?
0: What? It, it, I, I don't know. We've we've dispelled the Pixar theory as having any grounding on this conversation, but that goes in direct contrast to the yes, Pixar theory.
1: Yes. And McQueen like direct that's first episode.
0: And this me. is canon.
1: This is canon. It's in the first episode because it is established in canon that this is set after Cars 3. Yeah. Because we meet characters from Cars 3. Yeah. This is canon. What the <laughs> fuck? Anyway, so there's an evolution of civilizations we now know and of models and more advanced models over time. Fucking insane. And there's Stone Age cars. They weren't always made of metal. They were at one point in time, like the Flintstones, had stone wheels. Um, anyway, and then they also made a mentions that the next stop that he wants to go to is the world's latest corn palace of mystery. That was a pretty throwaway line, but it was another reference to food. So I had to throw it in there for the I'm research. still
0: wrapping my head around the idea that cars were made of stone and evolved to be actual cars.
1: Yeah, right. And that like dino cars exist. Mm. But that's never established in the films. But no, this this fucking T V so that's only episode one.
0: Good lord. Have you watched the whole thing? Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who do you take me as? Each episode, like I said, is very short. Those are the notes that I have on that one, then we can move straight on to episode two. Um but uh, motel. So this one's centered around a motel, and you'd love this, Jonty. Are you ready? Yeah, it's a Shining reference episode. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> So um, cars actually get cold, which we know that already established in law. But while Maida and McQueen are driving to their next destination, they realise that they can't really drive through the night and a storm is coming through, so they've got to stop off at a motel. They get to the motel. It is classic haunted vibes. Um, Motels aren't actually just garages. This is just like a straight-up house that they come across. Um, Their beds are just the floor with a headboard.
0: <laughs> Love that.
1: <laughs> Which is pretty good. Um, the Im- uh, This is what I... Okay, <laughs> this is great, because this is as I was watching the episode. Again, they're very short. Yeah. Um. So this is what I wrote. This is my line of thinking. The implication in this episode that, that the cars believe in ghosts mm-hmm. because McQueen is trying to sleep. He's getting scared by noises. Um. And then the next note says, JK, ghosts actually exist? Does that mean that when cars die, they just end up partying at motels as ghosts? So there are genuinely car ghosts in this episode, might I remind you. Um, this is a shining reference, so we see the twins. Um, the <laughs> He opens the elevator of the motel and coolant comes out of the elevator and he says the line, that's a lot of coolant, and then runs away in fear. But he has to do a 72-point turn to get out of the hallway. Love that. And that was really good. Um, yeah, so until this episode, none of the cars actually live in a house, nor do we see any of them in an actual house. We only see them in establishments and uh, garages.
0: Yeah. And big orange parking cars. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: And then that's episode two. Like, they're quick. They're short. Super short. So he has, like, a nightmare sequence. Shining-esque. There's oh, ghosts. Damn. And that's pretty slow. And then episode three... Um, delivery drones are established in the universe um, oh okay hold on so episode 3 um, they come across land races so land speed racing is mm-hmm. where with zero traction cars which this is a real thing cars can drive up tops of speed of like 600 700 kilometers just like no brakes like mm-hmm. like they just go like they accelerate themselves to a point that so they get pushed they accelerate and then they stop and sheet ice or sleet or a, like, very direct, flat, nothingness road just, like, propels them forward. That's yeah, a real right. thing. Land speed racing is sick. Um, So they come across land speed races while they get lost. Um, McQueen calls them a slur. <laughs> he calls them crackpots. I mean, these perfectly reasonable racing vehicles.
0: Yeah. Didn't take, Light like, McQueen for a bigot, but there you no. go. No. <laughs>
1: um, the land speed races that Mater and McQueen run into are adrenaline junkies, so each of them are, like, pretty fueled by the fact that they could die. Yeah. Um, if you're able to add – so they all add parts of themselves to go faster, mm-hmm. whether or not that, that they are a, just a long penis-shaped car or that they, like, add engines onto themselves to propel them forward or, or, or like, wait to the front of them to go faster. Um, So what are the limits of what you can add to your frame as a car? And uh, all of them say before you go, land speed racing, watch out for the speed demon. Uh, The speed demon is a local legend and it is shown that when you die, which Mater does die in this episode, he goes so quickly upwards of 700 kilometres an hour um, that he ascends to heaven and a car with wings called the speed demon greets him and tells him that he's dead um, we've never seen the inside of the car but then Maida escapes death by his tiny conscious self going into his right car door um, and then so apart from the this is what I wrote so apart from the very ov- obvious religious influence of Popemobile um, there is also apparently a belief in the afterlife or at least a heaven of some kind <sighs> Anyway, episode four. <laughs> yeah, this 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 fucking TV show actually changed the game because every single episode touched on some point of Cars. Laura had found a hole in, and this
0: just recontextualizes the whole series.
1: <laughs> so I just wanted to drop this in there for anyone who's. <sighs> Intently listening. I've ruined all of you guys' lives. Go watch the show. It actually bangs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's got like a seven out of ten on IMDB. I just looked at that. It's
1: fucking sick, dude. It slaps. Um so episode four is about cryptids. Okay. <laughs> so when McQueen and Maida are stopping off for the night, um, they are unable to find a motel, so they go into a campsite. They make a little fire to make themselves warm and made to make some friends with the local conspiracy theorists who are out on this trail in the campsite to find cryptids. They even name drop the likes of Bigfoot, Mothman, and Chupacabra.
0: <laughs> so there's a car Mothman. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> um, all cryptids are cars too. <laughs> um, monster trucks. So there is a monster truck called Ivy in uh-huh. this episode. Who uh the conspiracy theorists think uh is actually Bigfoot, because their goal is to find Bigfoot. But really, um Ivy is just a monster truck who has been ostracized from society and has been covered in moss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's the pun there that because she's a monster truck, she has massive tires. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So so she's she's got massive Hence tires, Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Um and She's also a monster, which is the whole thing. Yep. So yeah. they d- show a flashback, which is grim mm. as fuck, actually, that monster trucks have one objective, and that is to squash and kill other cars, because that's what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so McQueen gets kidnapped by her when she finds out that he is hunting her. Um, and then she kidnaps Maida, and then they all make a pact to scare off the conspiracy theorists because she'd like to live a peaceful hermit life. Mm. And what they do is create an alien invasion situation and then scare off the conspiracy theorists.
0: I I'm so down to watch this, season, <laughs> this series now.
1: Um Yeah, so the belief of alien in the belief of aliens as well as the already established belief of cryptids implies the belief of other things, for example, flat earthers. So that's pretty sick.
0: They're like car aliens as well. Yep. Yep. Does that mean does that mean the UFOs are also sentient, as well as the aliens inside the UFOs?
1: That's what I'd like to think. Mm. That's what I, in my heart of hearts. So then we come to episode five, which we're already halfway through the season. Um, this episode is the circus. So there is a traveling circus that Mater and McQueen find themselves. Um, Ivy, the previous monster truck, is also following them now because she's curious and she'd like to come along. So she comes to the circus with them and fantastically, there are clown cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do they have big tyres? Uh, no, unfortunately.
1: Ah. But they are little, they're like little Guido um, cars as well as what is Guido's mate called? Now I've forgotten. I've forgotten. They're like little cars. Yeah, yeah. But I, they, know, I know you But about. they can hold a bunch of cars in them because they're clown cars. S- yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so there's like small little clown small cars, little but like big cars come out of...
1: No, just like little cars oh, okay, come yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. But so still- it's not like an
0: actual TARDIS type situation? <laughs> no. But, okay, okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's not that like dispel. but okay. the clown cars are very cute. Um, but I also found that this was funny to show the variety of jobs you can have as a car, mm. because they obviously like get guests to come and sit. Um, they have acrobatic cars and... Uh, the circus does a little performance for them and then Ivy um, to move on with the plot and to kind of get her out I think she gets accepted into the circus because as a monster truck you're meant to smush but she does a little dance with her giant wheels and they find that very funny so that's a bit of, that's a bit of a slight but the clown car joke was like really top tier I really yep. enjoyed that um, then we move on to episode six which is all about body positivity. John T, are you wow. ready? What are Love you doing? <laughs> I'm just watching you research while no, I'm talking. I'm,
0: I'm I'm going through episode by episode on IMDb. Yeah, okay. So This one's called B Movie. Yeah, this as one's in called B like B-Real. B-Real. Yeah. B Movie, not uh, a, not the B Movie, Jerry Seinfeld.
1: No, so this is this is episode uh 6, not episode 7.
0: Oh, you're on to Yeah, sorry. I'm way ahead of you. This one's called Trucks.
1: Yeah, there we go. Um, So this episode is episode six called Trucks. It is where McQueen and Mater come up to a gas station. And Mater's kind of, he's a bit doubtful at this point in the journey. He feels a bit insecure. And I personally, this was my least favourite episode of the season um, of the show. Uh, So uh, it talks a lot about how you can get personalised gas caps Another other merch um, to use for accessories. And McQueen says the fantastic line, oh, they never have my name. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really like that. Um, I really, I in my notes, I said I'm a bit uncomfortable with the vibe of this episode. It is a musical episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a, all of these trucks singing about how great it is to be a truck.
0: The, it says the synopsis here is, Mater bonds with fellow trucks at a rest stop, and they celebrate their solidarity through song.
1: Yep. It's, it's pretty out of place. Um, and then I said, do all trucks just break out in song when they feel down? I guess think so. so. Um, and then Mater's horn is just him blowing out of his nose, but it also apparently how trucks communicate. So that was episode six. Episode seven I really, really enjoyed. I think it was like my favourite episode this season. Lightning just-
0: McQueen and Mater stumble onto a movie set and are cast in a zombie sci-fi film. Yeah!
1: Uh, so zombies are in this universe, or at least the knowledge that zombies exist.
0: Well like even at as the very well, least zombies as a fictional concept.
1: Yeah. As well as the fact that they have referenced movies in the previous movies, but have never shown us how they work or what happens. Like the
0: car movie industry. Yeah. yeah. So this this kinda
1: this kinda gives us uh insight. So it is called Break Light Pictures, which is a film company. And I I like that. Um, The meta goes pretty deep with this episode because obviously it implies the existence of movies and movie franchises, but also the awareness of celebrities, celebrity um, cameos and uh, casting, directing. So film school, like all of the implications of how to make a film. The cars in the film industry know, which is pretty slow. Um, The cars understand what CGI is for. (laughs) Um, so they make a reference to CGI, and uh, Lightning has to explain it's somehow computer generated, uh, and then he also explains that what practical effects are. Yeah, because someone tells them that it's mostly practical effects, and we see, which I really love, a car um, in an elevated spider-looking suit. Yeah, so it's just like a car that's been like lifted into a little sp- spider suit, and it's walking around like it's on tightropes, which is very cool. McQueen uh, gets, when he's seen on the set, everyone gets really excited, and so they make him have a celebrity cameo. Um, he's shit at acting, which is to be expected. He's a fucking race car. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. McQueen gets an entirely new paint job for his cameo, uh, implying that the wardrobe um, it, like that they get set up in um, is kind of like their clothing in a way, but not. So you can have... Yeah, so, like, is the sheriff wearing a costume? That kind of stuff. Mm. Um, also, the wardrobe implies that they don't actually get dressed. They just get makeup put on them. <laughs> so nothing's holding the lug nuts in. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the practical effects are just accessories, and so that's kind of a bit of fun. I kind of like that episode because there was a lot of digs at, like, the movie industry. Yeah, And there's an entirely like, they – they go, they go to sleep – and then they come back, and they come back to the movie set, and it's all changed because they're like, we had to do a complete rewrite. It's no longer a movie. It's a musical now. And I thought that was pretty funny. Um, episode eight is where Lightning McQueen are getting sick of each other, and then they do a Mad Max appropriation. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at the IMDb and I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning McQueen and Maida all mad maxed up.
1: It's called Road Rumblers. Road Rumblers. And it's a society of cars that has kind of gotten bored with the classic way of life and somehow like randomly spurred a war with another set of cars while they were out travelling. The opening line to this episode while Maida and McQueen are being mad at each other is McQueen says, the crummy diner that you picked out gave me gas and not the good kind. And um, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, But the Mad Max references are actually Slay. Um, There is a car with, he's a giant ice cream truck. And he plays this really haunting ice cream truck theme. And it really sets, it's like, that was a really good part of and this is, episode. Is
0: that, is that who this is referring to as Thunder Cone? Yes. Okay, because so that thunder- that's sick. Though. That is <laughs> a Thunderdome reference.
1: Yeah, so that's... Oh, no, the Thunder Cone is... They actually do go into the Thunder Cone. Oh, okay, and gotcha, they gotcha, gotcha. And they battle, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so then Mad Max, the ice cream cone... Ice cream car, sorry. Um, he has an Aussie accent.
0: Yep.
1: Which is of pretty course. good. That's, that. that's really good. And then uh, McQueen says, must be a regional dialect. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, There are different societies of cars that exist all over America, obviously, as we've seen, um, some evolving faster and others honouring something of tradition. Um, The Badlands um, is where they live. And then the Thunder Cone, I wrote a note where they compete for the winner and it is shaped like a cone. It's an upside-down cone um, that they just, like, drive in and whoever's fastest and doesn't get killed. Um, And it's – they're a community of cars – established by exposition by one of the little cars, a community of cars seeking enlightenment in the desert became enraged over something they've forgotten about. So they are warring factions, um, metal slash traditional cars versus solar-powered electric cars. Um, And then they, much like the land speed racers, are able to mod themselves out better um, to better themselves as cars. And if they're able to completely change themselves, why can't lightning get faster? Mm. Anyway... But I really like the Mad Max. That was like really fun. And as I was watching these, I was like, fuck, I can't wait to tell John T about this show. <laughs> um, and then we've come up to the last episode, <laughs> finally. Um, so Maida finally gets to the wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, I've literally forgotten that that was the whole point of this. Was that
1: yeah, so the whole point of this was the fact that Maida and uh, Lightning kind of want to rekindle, like not rekindle, but Ma- uh, McQueen's been... Racing, and it's his off season, he's been coaching now. Um, and so him and Maida have this chance to go around America, but at the crux of it, Maida has a sister and she's getting married. She's getting married, so the constitution of marriage
0: that's a thing, <laughs>
1: it's like, um, but,
0: and that's probably, uh, I actually don't know what the truth in this is, but like, that's somehow that that's probably tied with uh car Christianity and. Church yeah, it would be, yeah.
1: The church, the constitution of the church, yeah. ordination, yep, again, induction. going back to
0: car Jesus.
1: Going back to car Jesus. It all goes back to car Jesus. Um, So when Maida gets anxious, he backfires. Okay. Which, which is, is an insane thing to put in this episode.
0: Shitting in the background. Yeah, so he yeah. just
1: like shits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can hear him in the first part because he's nervous to meet his sister because yeah. apparently he's changed when he meets his sister. Okay. Um. And you can hear him while he's talking about it. He's like, Poof! "I get it, rid- <laughs> I get it." Rid- <laughs> That's so weird. Um, anyway, so Mader, this is shattering news for me. Uh-huh. He grew up in a man in a mansion, right? He grew up rich, Like upper class, like upper class, proper wow. upper class. This
0: is a plot twist.
1: A uh, very big plot twist that doesn't make any sense. Or well, um, did he get
0: like kicked out and then moved to Radiator Springs and became?
1: So it's implied that he just like moved away. Right. Like he had nothing wrong. Like he just wanted to live, I think, a simpler life. Um, also, his sister is a completely different car to him. She's not a truck at all. Okay, She's like a, I can't remember that. It's a, fa- a very fancy car, like a Benz or something. Um, and so his sister is referred to as an eccentric socialite. And I said in my notes, slay the socioeconomic classism again in the Cars universe. <laughs> so apparently not a lot of people like Maida's sister because she's a bit snobby. Um and, but she's marrying um Cruz's cousin, so we see cruise again ah, oh, which there you makes go. it tie in to the fact that there is post cars, cars 3. 3. so she talks about what she's been doing in her off season Yep. um she's been she's formed a non profit that provides snow tires to the lightly treaded
0: <laughs> good on her <laughs> good on her
1: um she's been learning a different language she has been um. Extending her knowledge of different classes that she like vaguely mentions, and she also got inducted as a minister. So she is now qualified to marry people, which becomes um, apparent in a little bit.
0: So there's like Car Theological College. Yes. If she's a minister. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Wow. So she's able to officiate marriage, and well, technically an officiant, but she says like she's able to admit, like, is an efficient, which is a type of minister. So that's, there you go. That's, that's pretty th- funny. Um, but I did, I did write not the poor, but the lightly treaded. That's what it's like. Maida and his sister. His sister's name is Marto, <laughs> and okay. she. You know how she introduces herself,
0: as in Tomato. But yeah. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but without the toe. So I was like, that's that's good reference. Good reference. Good job, um, but they are really competitive. So the reason that Mado does not want to meet with his sister is because they basically just like duke it out for who is the best. So they have this big complex about one another, and they fight and whatever. Um, and one of them, um, there's like a montage of things that they do. So they mm-hmm. do a hundred tasks and see whoever comes out on top, whoever wins fifty one of them. So it's like Mado, 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 because Cruz is like the because of, of course she is. She's the referee for all of it. Um, so it's established cars can climb trees because Maida says who can who can climb the tree the fastest they do. Um, well, Maida's
0: got the hook, so Mater, surely he's got the right? got the advantage.
1: Yeah, um, they can only do rock during rock paper scissors. <laughs> 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 so they're like scissors paper rock, and then they have to keep doing it because they both do rock. Um, And then they take so long doing all these tasks that everybody starts leaving the wedding and same with the minister. And so then Cruz inducts them uh, and she marries her cousin and uh, Mado together. But before that happens, Cruz, which is really funny to me, she goes, after all they've done, which she didn't help at all, she was just the referee and basically encouraging them, she goes, I'm also a family therapist and then helps them.
0: What a... Coincidence, all a lot of coincidence. That's fantastic Good um, for her.
1: So she didn't, she didn't She's been enact busy that. Busy in
0: between, past <laughs> yeah, right. Three and on her off season, yeah,
1: um, yeah. No, she didn't help them when they needed to keep the wedding going. She just like made it her own. Um, yeah. So then, Maida does a speech at the wedding, and he talks about how there's not much time left, and how you need to capitalize on every minute and. There's only so much time you can spend with one another that you need to make it the most special time ever. Right. And I said, what in the fuck to that? Um, Car
0: existentialism again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which comes back to it, which is crazy. Um, And then both of the cars, not just one, both of the cars, Mado and her newly husband, which by the way, he's a short king because she's like a really long, big car and he's like this teeny tiny car. Um. They get the Just Married written on the back of them with the little cans, which is kind of cute. I thought that was cute. Um, and then that's kind of the end of the series. They head back to Radio Springs. You don't see them head back. They just like are like, oh, time to go back. What should we hit next on our way back? And then Mada says, the crushing line, let's go see the wax museum. That made me upset.
0: So there's wax models yeah, of cars. Yeah,
1: that made me upset. <laughs> to throw that in there in the end oh and i was God. like that makes me so sad um but yeah so the main takeaways for the show mm. is i think the creators of cars heard us all screaming into the void about how the fuck everything happens and then did this
0: there you go i i just genuinely had no knowledge of this
1: i made sure <laughs> that you didn't
0: so it's on disney plus
1: it is. It is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. And only because I watched every single car film in the span of a week and, and a half, it, it suggested it to me. There you go. It unlocked something primal. <laughs> and I was, I've never been so excited to go and watch a fucking show about cars. It was genuinely actually pretty good. Like the, the references were really fun and the fucking like... The fact that they did a Shining episode and a Mad Max episode in one season of television, insane. But yeah, I found that like oh, so good. <laughs> Fuck.
0: I'm now like I. That's something I didn't know that I needed was a, the Shining, episode of, episode of Cars, of, like, cars TV show.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I really wanted to come in hot. I wanted to like, I wanted to jab you with a, with yeah, a left right.
0: I did not see that good night.
1: Um, with that one because I thought that that was like. I don't know. I was so surprised that it even existed.
0: I never heard of it.
1: And then I fucking watched the first episode. It knocked me in the jaw with dino cars.
0: Yeah. And
1: I I was changed chemically. (laughs) Never (laughs) been the same. And the fucking cryptids. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just drops so much lore that was literally never established in any of the films. I think because it was focused on racing and very specific themes, like, I get why it wouldn't have been touched on but fuck
0: yeah can you imagine a feature length like adaptation (sighs) of the shining
1: cars
0: with cars
1: (laughs) god i would absolutely was the fact that like ghosts exist yeah in now in the cars universe so like fuck like i was just like blown away at the quality at which because i I went into that thinking that there'd be impressionists Mm-hmm. The whole gang, like the actual, vo- like yeah, yeah. Owen Wilson. And, and animation
0: wise, it, it looks, looks great. The same. It looks the same. There you
1: go. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, so on Letterboxd, it's got a 3.4 out of 5.
0: Oh, damn. I think that might be high, like the highest rating of any of the cars things. Um, Unless cars one is higher. Car, well, the first cars has 3.5.
1: I would like to say I opened Letterboxd um, to look for a review um, at Cars on the Road. And the first review that comes up is Remember Queen Elizabeth II and Meta both lost their life on September 8th, 2002. This is Canon to History. <laughs> and I would like to formally apologise to the dead queen. Yeah. And also for the fact that I literally had to take a second to stall. Um. Yeah, a lot of five stars. I'm actually seeing here.
0: I'm just scrolling through them.
1: Um. Yeah, there's
0: a five star rate or a four star rating that just says one word: cinema.
1: Yeah. Uh, five stars that says "Dad Gum." This shows a masterpiece. Ten yep. out of ten.
0: <laughs> Someone just said the car doors actually open up.
1: Yes, that's what I thought when I saw that. I was like flabbergasted. Um, Unbelievable. In I wh-
0: can't believe.
1: <laughs> Four stars in which Maida defies death. That was an insane episode. The speed demon fucking episode changed me. <laughs> I was so confused from start to Like it just started off like super innocent, like just land speed racing. And then Maida fucking died. He really said Newham and then left. And the speed demon is like so nice. She's lovely. Like she's very much like a god like... Afterlife creature, and then he's like, I thought you would be a demon, and she's like, Everybody thinks that, but I'm just what happens when you become too speedy, you little speed demon. Um, and so I have no idea how they know what speed demon looks like or why to warn you against her, but that's what happens when you die. The fact that Maida and the queen died on the same day, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck. Uh, (sighs)
0: Oh, good Lord. All right. My brain's had enough.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) If you've made it this far, salute.
1: Yeah. This is Somerset Drayton's comprehensive Cars Law essay. Yeah. If I was the host of this podcast, there would have been three episodes of In Depth.
0: Well, this is long enough. I may cut this up into a bunch of episodes. (laughs)
1: Whoa, that would be so um uh, maybe we'll see either that or everybody just wants it all in one place i don't think yeah. they'll be able to wait um, by, the, by the
0: time you're listening to this you'll know what i've done with it
1: uh but yeah uh, this is my obsession i find it very strange that you liked this enough for me to talk on the podcast <laughs> about it and then for me to spend the last two weeks of my life dedicated to some fictional cast <laughs> it's
0: it's the level at which, like, like last week we had an hour and twenty minutes about Blue Velvet yep. going into like Freudian analysis. I am mm. not above going into Cars Law for two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: oh god, <laughs> I just fucking bonked my mic. <laughs> no, I'm not above going into cars. I genuinely, I'll share the doc with you. It yeah, has yeah. so many goddamn notes. Absolutely. Like if I you want to know more about this shit, just like yeah, I covered. On. I covered most of what I had found um, in this podcast episode, but there are so many untapped moments because I was just writing like furiously while I was watching to look for all these itsy bitsy little things. Mm. And I can't believe that I bamboozled you with the TV show. That was my hope. I had hoped you had not seen anything about the TV show because to me, that like rocked my world. (laughs)
0: I just don't know when it, like, it's going to, it's going to, like, I don't want to watch it, but now it's going to be this thing in the back of my head that's like, you haven't watched the Cars TV show yet.
1: (laughs) It only took me like a grand total of a half an hour.
0: Okay. Because
1: each episode is.
0: Like five minutes.
1: 11 minutes long. With credits. But it's four minutes of credits. So each, each episode is about as long as a bluey episode. Gotcha. And so it's a, it's like yeah, it's like it's know, like five you know. to it's like five to seven minutes um each episode. And it it is very fun and it like really solidified to me that car's law is something I needed to talk about on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that everybody listening has had a lot of fun. And if they have any theories or if you guys have anything that you want to add, um and don't come at me with the Actually,
0: in, um, actually,
1: actually, in Pixar theory, like they uh explain a lot of that stuff away. Like I don't, I not care about you guys. The people who actually want to propose questions or um talk more about Cars Law, or just watch the TV show.
0: Yeah, do it. Hey, if there's anything good that's come from this podcast, mm. hopefully it's that more people are now aware of the TV show,
1: and hopefully it is that more people. Think that me, the reoccurring guest who comes on with the shittiest film <laughs> takes. Um, I hope I'm invited back.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, we've got another Jensen. App we've got another jen- through, So,
1: I am the insane guest that comes on with the most awful fucking film takes. <laughs> and the yeah. fact that Jonty's given me a platform to talk finally about Cars Law to the world is a big up. Thanks, brother.
0: Yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining me. Because I've had this conversation with you and so many other people in real life mm. as well. And just watching people lose their minds.
1: Absolutely at lose. At the implications their shit.
0: of Car Jesus and Car Hitler and Car Nine Eleven and Yeah. Other and such and things.
1: we've and we've delved into even more in depth than I usually go. Yeah. It's like surface level, but we covered so many points. And I hope that everybody who is curious about cars law. This kind of satiated that for you.
0: Yeah.
1: And no other podcast is doing it quite like we are.
0: No, that's all right. That's right. right. We're going to find that niche, baby.
1: I'm the only one who's bringing these <laughs> shitty fucking takes to the table. Oh, God. First, first it was Jensen and now it's McQueen. Ka-chow. Ka-fucking-chow, brother. Ah! Anyway, bye.
0: See ya. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you're still listening at this point, respect. As always, please make sure to give this podcast a friendly review wherever you're catching it and to share it with a friend. The best way to support this show and get it in front of more sets of eyes is simply by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to get in touch and let me know your thoughts on the Cars films or to complain, you can either find us on socials or you can email us directly at bluerose.filmreview at gmail.com. If you don't already follow the show on Instagram, that's a great place to connect with me and a whole bunch of other people that love films. My first short story collection, called Where Lies the Strangling Fruit, is available to buy on paperback or Kindle on Amazon. I'll have a link for that down below. Thanks to producer Ritterman for our theme music, thanks to Acast for hosting this podcast, and thanks again to Summer for joining me on this week's episode. That's all for now. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Blue Rose Film Podcast. (music) Thank you.